good rising, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time zone that you are in, I say, what's going on? I hope all is well with you. You are tuned in to Take Note, where I, Coach Koo from Ant Mentalities LLC, share my perspective on quotes that I've taken out of books that I have read. At the end of each podcast, I invite you to share your perspective on the quote voiced so that other listeners, and myself included, can take note and spark further conversation. Further, do not hesitate in sharing quotes as well. The more, the better. So, today, we have another guest. I'm so hyped because it's just been guest after guest after guest. So, this woman that we have today, I actually met her in my life coaching certification course in Brooklyn. She is a serial entrepreneur. This is Kay Simon from Reclaim Sound Mind that I'm speaking with. And Reclaim Sound Mind is a business strategy firm located in the Washington, D.C. area. It was created to assist startups and small businesses with building or adding value to their project clarifying ideas into implementable and impactful programs and products. Kay has over 10 years of expertise in the the customer service and small minority business advocacy and program development while working her full-time job as a program analyst for the government and other companies over the years. Kay, what's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. It's been a busy day today, but I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. That's good. That's good. So we're going to jump right into this. Um, Today's note that we actually have today has no author, but I found it and I found it to be pretty insightful. So today's quote is, if it is success you desire, Failure is unavoidable. And I'll read that one more time for our listeners. If it is success you desire, failure is unavoidable. Now, Kay, I'm curious to know, as well as the listeners, what is your note on this quote? Well, one, let me say this this quote hits me in multiple areas because yeah, like as a a coach like you, um, we had to go through our own little process of identifying our limiting beliefs and whatnot and Mm -hmm. one of my limiting beliefs that I had was fear of failure and so you know hits home for me in terms Mm -hmm. of you know do you want to succeed how does failure look like and asking myself those questions to get over the personal internal hurdles that I was creating for myself so Mm I love this quote. <laughs> this quote is, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy, but this quote reminds me of like, you know, when you have to look back in the rearview mirror to figure out where you got to go, sometimes you have to fail to get there. Um, well, look at that analogy. I like that analogy right there. <laughs> um, and I mean, that, that goes along as even being a business person to my personal life. I mean, as a business person, as an entrepreneur, there's a lot of ebbs and flows. There's a lot of um, things that, you know, I have gone through. My first business was Mm -hmm. 18 years old. And yeah, and I decided that I wanted to be a virtual assistant. 
So providing that service for everyone was, you know, going to be something impactful for me. And that's one thing, one of my core values is like, I want to make sure that I am assisting somebody in a positive manner, getting positive. Mm -hmm. And I helped a lot of people in that journey, but because I saw it working and I got excited, like, oh my gosh, I have clients, I'm 18 years old, I can't believe this. Um, mm-hmm. It put me into the mind frame of realizing that, okay, you got to go to school now, so how are you going to manage this? And that's when right. I got scared, right? And then getting scared, mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I can't help anymore because I have to focus and not realizing that's something that's time management and asking for help, you know what I mean? Could have me a long (laughs) successful entrepreneur instead of always starting and going and starting and going. Um, So I would say that, you know, that's why for me, I I would definitely look at this quote. I probably am going to save it (laughs) 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 to to remind myself that it's okay to fail sometimes in order for you to succeed. Um, And we're talking about multiple businesses after that, that I would consider failures but in reality it's it was really a build-up for me to get to mm. where I needed to go which is right here oh wow okay yeah. I like that now with just going back to the multiple business businesses pieces um what would you say are either one to two things you learn from each business to get you to where you are today because I feel as though you with going through those trials and tribulations there were some pieces of knowledge that you brought with you in order to go into the next endeavor and the next endeavor and the next one so uh, I, I'm very curious what 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 did you carry through with you hmm. so what did I carry through so I would say the first one was the virtual assistant and after looking back, it was definitely learning um, time management. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I've had three event planning businesses. Um, one was successful. Yeah. One was successful. <laughs> I did have clients under that belt. Um, and I'm not going to call the name in case I decide to pull it back out the bag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, smart move, smart move. I see you. Chess moves. <laughs> Um, I've always been interested in event production, um, particularly. Mm. So I've had some, I've had three companies under that, um, each with different names and thought processes as to how I wanted it to flow. And with that, I realized that sometimes you have to learn how to be self-sufficient. And so you don't always need validation from other people. Okay. The reason why I say that, it was because there were multiple times where you have a lot of people that were interested in doing a part of your idea, but it's really your idea. And I heard like a quote the other day where they were like, if it's your dream, then you're the one who's supposed to live it out. You can't expect Mm. other people to live your dream out for you. I like that. I like that one. So that was like a hard hitter. And I'm talking about this was the process where, you know, I was I was now starting. This was about 12, 13 years ago where I was just like, okay, okay. I am starting into a new field. I'm learning a lot more about logistics. I was always into customer service from a, a younger mm-hmm. age 
into sales. And then I got into the world of like event planning, conference planning, and I started loving it. So I wanted to develop those skills by bringing it out on my own. And I learned that, you know, one, you can't depend, be self-sufficient. You don't need validation. And then Mm. I sat down and I had a rest period. And that's where I think it's something else that I had to learn. You have to learn what you're willing to give and what you're willing to receive. Okay. That's my third part of learning that before I started Reclaim Sound Mind, I had to sit down and have a, a serious conversation with myself. Like, okay, like the quote said, you know, failure is unavoidable. But if you right. keep fighting, if you keep fighting for what you want and you know that you have a plan, mm-hmm. it, being prepared is the best thing that you can do to, to fail. Like knowing that you have a plan is okay because it showed that you tried. And that's something that I had to say to myself instead of always starting and stopping. I had to say, listen, Reclaim Sound Mind, first off, it has that, that title in itself has great meaning for me personally on a spiritual side. And so I knew that it was meant to be. So I just was like, you're not going to stop. You're not going to fail. You're not going to have the fear of failure. You're not going to have the fear of, you know, not making it. So I had to my mindset. And so I taught myself, you know, instead of automatically thinking the negative, especially when it came to my business and the success and what's going to come next, I started thinking Mm -hmm. positively and changing around like, okay, that didn't work. How can we fix it? How can we make it work? Um, What are the alternatives? So that that way instead of of staying on the negative train i think i posted actually yesterday on my instagram shockingly i said a positive mindset can take you anywhere and that's what <laughs> you foreshadowing I, I know right i didn't know this was going to um... <laughs> we'll take a mini break before we continue our conversation with k simon and trusting that I can provide those services um, to people because I have truly been in the business for over 10 years. I've had more than adequate skill sets, more than adequate education, all of the above. And I see a lot of people day to day that needed assistance and I wanted to help. Um, So that's where I was just like, no, you're not going to put this down. You're going to stay strong and do it. So if you have to be your own cheerleader, sometimes you got to do it. Right, right. Uh, I have another question. Come on. So, (laughs) (laughs) so you were, you were deaf, you were referring back to the self a lot as you were speaking. And I completely agree that everything does start with the self and the more you understand how things are going and the way you're able to navigate life, the better you'll be able to face these different obstacles that happen in the future. The question I have is with you sharing your knowledge off of the the businesses that you've grown from and were able to become more um, successful from and also have uh, create, because you're able to create Reclaim Sound Mind, 
Um, I want to know when did you know when to pull the plug on something in order to move on to the other? Because as you were being, as you were able to sit down with yourself and to know what works and what doesn't work, there must have been some type of moment or moments that you went through to say, all right, this is not working. Let me take a step back. Let me reevaluate in order to change my direction into something else and push on further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, so I feel like in life we go through so many different stages and Mm -hmm. we have so many things that we want to do and just funneling it down to that exact thing was what I was going through. I would consider those periods, my transition periods to where I'm at right now. And Mm -hmm. with that, I had to sit down and literally took a pen and paper out and said, what do you like? Right. So like, I literally had a column like, what are my favorite things? And it was like, I like logistics. I like planning. I like time management. I like organization. I like, you know, reading contracts. I like organizing things for people. I like for people to be happy. So there were a lot Mm -hmm. of things, not just dealing with just me, but like how I impact other people that I had to write out. And with my Mm -hmm. business, I had two thought processes. So I had the event planning business that was currently going on at that time and then the the business strategy focus and to be real honest claim sound mind was a huge endeavor that i had like a it's going to be empire let's claim it now right but it was yes yes (laughs) claim that (laughs) but it was something outside of the scope that it is now um Mm. and i had to sit down and hone in on what I really wanted to focus on. And then I had to ask myself, there are certain aspects in business where people need to say, do, can I do all of this by myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I literally wanted to throw everything in the kitchen sink. Oh. I realized that oh. I could throw everything in the kitchen sink because I'm one person with assistance from other people for sure i have like you know people that i can do the reach back you know mm-hmm. but at the same time i had to say what is it that you can provide now to the best of the ability for anybody that were to come to you right now and the best thing that i can right. say is i'm really organized i am mm-hmm. always thinking out of the box and when it comes to developing and creating strategy for people I can sit down, hear an idea, and start seeing things working and moving. And that helps whoever the new entrepreneur is, the existing business, or, you know, the mature company is. So for me, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, that's what you like to do. So let's focus on that. And that's how I did it. Right. It was literally like a funnel system. Like, I love all of this and the kitchen sink. But out of that, what is my purpose? <laughs> what is my purpose? And that really is how I developed um, my niche. Like, I, I really don't like the word niche because it kind of makes it seem like you're only able to do one thing. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, you have a lot of serial entrepreneurs right now where they're out here doing multiple things and they're creatives, you know? And even with creatives, I think we always think crafty, but creatives mm. on like your mindset and like how you can see something, you know, um, the visionaries, that's what I want to say. It's the visionaries. 
I like it. Yeah. And build it. And it may not be like in physical, but they know they can add value to it. And that to me is just amazing. And that's where my brain is always at. Like I would talk to somebody and I can hype them up real quick and be like, oh, so we doing this, right? And I have the five pillars and I've created the stuff. <laughs> They're like, I just gave you one word. <laughs> So, <laughs> so literally um that's what i had to do for myself like i would do for my clients like when they give me everything in the kitchen sink breaking it down into smaller bite-sized pieces and connecting it and saying which one is more important oh damn tune in tomorrow for part two of episode six the unavoidable <laughs>